What's up, what's up, y'all? This is your host, Lita Johnson, your host with the most. So have a toast. This is the Five Years Sports Podcast. Villanova Radio is hot, ain't it? <laughs> man, man, man. It's always something. That's why I think people got to shut up that are against the Villanova Renaissance. Like, oh, it's bad recruiting. How is it bad recruiting when they're one of the final schools? Every time, like this is, it's a changeover. There's no way you can compare this to being with Jay Wright. There's no way. And it was times, let's get it clear. Let's get it clear. Jay Wright missed out on a lot of recruits. And then he had some recruits. You gotta let, it's kind of unfair for you to judge Neptune coming into the way he came in when Jay Wright left and the way it was and the whole cluster. It's crazy, right? So now you want to come up and you want to say, oh, why is he not this and that? You, see, you know how many recruits are loving Villanova right now? Nobody's looking at that. No, Nobody's looking at the Marcus Allen and the Boogie Flan. And Sorba came for the visit. Zuby came for the visit. Hakeem came for the visit, committed. Bamba committed. Dickinson came for the visit. The number one transfer portal recruit. He still, Villanova still had the power to get that done. With Justin Moore being in tow, getting him locked, getting him here in Villanova, it brought another recruit over. The check, this is chess, not checkers, man. Villanova has to get their credibility up again, rolling again. It isn't like it was going, but just to know that the machine is rolling. The machine, when John used to always say Villanova's like a Fortune 500, they got to get it going again. That's what they're doing. That is exactly what Neptune is doing. He knows how to do that. Villanova's a liked, it's like you can't really look at too many transfer portal top players out there if they're big men, if they're with Villanova once, unless Villanova's in it. Right now, it's big men. They got Bomba, they got Hart. <clears throat> now you're looking at big men. That's all they want, size. And Lance Ware had a visit. Now let's go to Sorber first. Sorber, everybody, what happened with that? Oh my God, they lost to Georgetown. This is not Jay Wright. Let's, let's just take that away first. Let's take it away. This is not Jay Wright. So the situation is different for the whole program. Lathan Somerville, let's go back to Lathan Somerville. He's a center. Committed not to Villanova. Villanova wanted him to reclassify. He didn't want to reclassify. He wanted to be in 2024. That's why they didn't get Somerville. Or they would have got Somerville. Sorber. Sorber's talking about reclassifying. But there's not uh, a Sorber's not gonna get a starting spot. Nobody's looking at that. Nobody's Sorber, <laughs> yo. You got to understand this, man. Listen. Um, does Villanova even want... There's a, there's a tug of war in that situation. Sorba is a 2024 guy that's thinking about reclassifying. Villanova wants answers right now. There's too many unanswered questions with the Sorba situation. Too many unanswered questions. Will it be reclassifying? Will he do it? Will he start? Is he going to go 2024? He hasn't even said anything about, is he actually going to reclassify yet? So it's, 
Villanova is making transfer portal moves now. Isaiah Miranda, a very talented big man, seven foot. Grant Nelson, very talented transfer, 6'10", 6'11", can shoot, can defense, high energy, explosive. And now, I mean, Papa Kante, anybody remember that situation that was going on? Zuby, that situation was going on. Now we have the Lance Ware visit, which, I mean, I was hearing about the interest that was going on. I didn't know a visit. Wow, the interest, no doubt, the interest was definitely in the air. But to see the great coverage by Nova 5, all right, great coverage. Um, Lance Ware. Now, he was recruiting him back in, uh, when he was getting recruited. Back in the 2020 class, you know, back when Jalen Green was a uh, guy they were chasing, you know, the Jaden Spring. There was a lot of guys out there Villanova was going after, and it was, wasn't really a very, very. Lance Ware was in that class. Um, Jeremy Roach was a big time. That was the number one guy at that time. They didn't get him. So it was a lot of guys. Hunter Dickinson was in that class. They were, you know, looking at him. I mean, they were recruiting a lot of people. And Lance Ware started going up the recruiting rankings. And then Kentucky went in on him, and then that was it. It was just like, I mean, you know, Jay Wright, they got Trey Patterson that year. Trey Patterson, like I keep telling people, <clears throat> we're going to say this again. This is a very talented player. 6.8 minutes a game. I don't care what you saw when he was in there for 10 minutes. There's no way to give this man with not consistent play any type of evaluation. And this man starts playing, and then you see something. Because Brian Antoine, I mean, those injuries obviously really hindered him. Very good player. He had a cool year at Bradford. Thought he was going to be better than what he was. But this guy, until you see Trey Patterson, this type of talent, out of New Jersey, fall down. Lance Ware is also from New Jersey. He's from Camden. Villanova recruits real good in uh, New Jersey. Real good. You know, uh, Brian Antoine, of course, Trey Patterson, Javon Quinterly. I mean, New Jersey's a spot they recruit real good. So, Lance Ware is real familiar. And Ashley Howard's back in. So, it's going to be a lot of people coming around that the transfer portal is going to be great for Ashley Howard. This is where the transfer portal is good for coaches. People have had that looked at recruits and recruited them before they commit somewhere else. When they're ready to decommit, here you go. And Villanova was always in with so many recruits, so many, you know, different players, people. You're going to find out people that Villanova had eyes on just didn't get to recruit. That's what the portal does. This is why it makes it exciting. I don't care what nobody says. And, and I'm telling people that is one of the big reasons why Jay Wright left. He saw what was coming. He saw the NIL and, oh, legal gambling's here already. Now you got the NIL coming. Like, oh, like, now it's a whole other game. It don't even, it gets different. It's not even just your, your personalities. Of course, money was still involved, but now it's openly now. Now so many different markets can break up, can, can break out. And paying athletes, it's not like a, there were, no, everybody knows all through basketball, under the table things will always happen and get caught later on. That's just what's going on. But, you know, it it was – it's not a majority field that outlines recruiting. People have to have, you know, that resource, have people that can do it. It was mainly just relationships. Relationships. So now it's different. It's all out in the open. 
And Jay Wright, if it's not comfortable for him now, not only were you competing with the one and dones and you were finally giving in to that, now you got to go with the money part. And, you know, now Villanova has the team. Baker, Baker, that, that, Baker Dunleavy giving him that position, which nobody even got with. It's like basically Villanova set the trend for their position. You need a general manager to manage all this, this money. This is totally smart. Like Howie Roseman, Daryl Moore, you need a general manager to manage this, to get this going, open up fields, make money, to bring money in. And Baker Dunleavy, Baker Dunleavy was good at it. He's a good leader. He's going to be good at what he does. So that was great to take the pressure off and let Ashley Howard, Kyle Neptune, and Mike Nardi and Dwayne Anderson run around and have fun like kids in the candy store, man. So many prospects, man. They can focus on relationships, talking to them, because they know the money factor is taken care of and it'll be made for itself. Now, Lance Ware, 6'10", uh, good on both ends of the floor. This is interesting. Uh, Villanova's a good coach, team that can coach. You need the right talent who can work around. Uh, you need size. They're gonna get it. They're gonna get who. They're gonna get another guy. And um, do I think Lance? Well, a visit is big, and especially how under wraps that visit was. It was great coverage right there by Nova Five. That was great. Um, that's Ashley Howard. That's Neptune. That's that's how they do. They're, they're making runs. They're trying to go under the table, get visits done. But that always happens, though. That happens. I mean, now Villanova's a, a good scout team. You got uh, Nova updates, uh, sideline Nova. There's so many good Nova uh, outlets now. It's a good team, good smart people. So there's people that will see things, you know. Nova has eyes now. Nova is, see, it's a lot of back and forth with other colleges and other fan bases. Villanova's a strong fan base, man. You might as well get used to it. They're a strong fan. I don't think people really recognized it. That's why I like to, you know, hit them with some facts every now and then. People try to toe-tag with me. What? One guy I got on there was like, Villanova's not used to recruiting. They lose out on the top uh, <laughs> stars. So, what? What are we talking what are you talking about? Jeremiah Robinson Earl's a five-star. We got him away from Kansas, North Carolina. Brian Antoine was a five-star. We got him away from Duke to Kentucky's. Javon Quinley's a five-star. Okay, the Miamis, the, the Arizonas, the how far you want to go? Ryan Archie Yakino, Donnie Daniel Chef, who were nearly five stars. How far do we want to go, right? Where do we want to go? Josh Hart. Where do we want to go? Those are nearly five stars. Do you want to go to the five stars with Cam Whitmore just last year? Mark Mark Armstrong, borderline five star. Where are we going? Like the, 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 It's crazy, the insults that come to Villanova. You know, but, but the crazy part is you have to understand this. This is what it's about. When you get success, of course they're going to come out. There's a lot of people that feel like they should have that. Imagine if you're a Kentucky fan. Imagine the dread after 2012. Look, at it is 11 years, and how many Final Fours did they go to? Just Final Fours. Like, Villanova made it 
Jay Rice last year, they made it through all the struggles and stripes. And you had a year where there was nine and 16, man, with super top, super. There's no way they should have been 25 wins with that much talent, at least 25. I don't care. You are, listen, and that's, and that's Calipari's average. He gets wins. He just don't get far in the tournament. And he went down with that. That was totally unacceptable. And that don't happen. People were mad. Villanova gets there because Jay Wright went through some downs before he figured it out, though. He went through downs, but people don't. He went through his lumps. So it's good. But okay, now Lance Ware, Grant Nelson. Um, Isaiah Miranda. That's it. I mean, the, the now Naheem McLeod. I mean, that situation ended up being he didn't take a visit. You know, Villanova moved on. Um, other guys came out more talented, and they he was looking for more of a, you know, commitment to being with Villanova. It didn't happen. Um, Zuby just went to St. John. What are we talking about? Got it. Zuby's gonna get um Zuby a start, man. Zuby's gonna start. He's not starting at Nova. He's not starting at Villanova. If people don't understand, like, you know, um Naheem McLeod. Um looking at what Nova has, right? You know. Was he going to get a quick decision before Villanova got to looking at other players and then making their decision? No, he wanted a decision now. He wanted to be with a team, and it happened. But Thomas Sorber, listen, he'll go right into Georgetown and start. He is the man in George. He's not the man in Villanova. You still got Nana Najoku. He has to fall back. He doesn't want to do that. Nobody's listening here. I mean, Lathan Somerville would have came in, been a backup. He wouldn't have started. He would have been a backup, uh, you know, power forward, backup, adding size. He would have got immediate time if he would have reclassified. Immediate time. I mean, what, what are we talking about? Like, he would have got immediate time in the front court with his size. That That's what they wanted. They wanted him to come to 2023 class. Have him do my come through, he learned, but you go right where he's at. He's gonna get immediate time when he wants to get it. 2024. People don't understand this is recruiting. That's why I'll be looking at Shaw sometimes. Some people know that, oh well, we know something's had to happen. Oh, we know Lita gone. I see some people I just be like, okay, man. I mean, it just boiled over long enough for me. It's a lot of stuff adding up. That's why I really came out with a podcast, because it's a lot of basketball news adding up. I mean, Isaiah Hardwell. Yes, I did the interview with him. Smart guy, good basketball family. Top shooting guard in 2025, man. Um, uh, God-fearing family, love that family. Um, he talks about Nova, loves Nova, loves Gonzaga. Um, they're coming in. Kentucky's coming in. A number one, he's number six player, number seven player in the nation, man. Number seven, number one shooting guard. Number one prospect out of Utah. He loves Villanova. Um, he's going to schedule a visit. He's looking forward to scheduling a visit. He is. Is he going to do a Naheem McLeod? I don't think Villanova's going to turn their face from Isaiah Harwell. That doesn't happen. Uh, they have a plan in 2025. Uh, looks like looks first Dante Allen was the first guy. You know, Malik Allen's son. 
Um, they went for Villanova legacy, so they're interested in him. Point guard. But then now you go, the elite guys. Malik, Malik Thomas, number one prospect in PA. You're going for the PA guy. Number six in the nation can be a number one guy. He's a real deal. Point guard, Cooper Flag. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We're talking about he can compete as the best prospect in the whole entire country. Him and Cameron Boozer, to me, are one and two to me. I just think them two. Uh, and I think if you're looking at guys to compete, just coming from 2023, ooh, Carter Knox is something. Trey, Trey Johnson is, is nice. I think those two guys, Ian Jackson is is. I like those three. Uh, I like Carter Bryant. But um, they're not Cooper Flagg and Cameron Boozer. So it had to be a third guy. DJ Wagner, another guy. Ooh, DJ Wagner. Man, but Malik Thomas in this class, Malik Thomas is that guy. Malik Thomas is that guy. He can compete with any of them guys we talking about. He's just smaller for for the third spot. That's how good Malik Thomas is. Uh, but Cooper Flag, man, Cooper Flag and Cameron Boozer, you know, I, it's gonna be something to see how these guys go. Will they offer Cameron Boozer? <laughs> I doubt it. We'll see. What, I mean, he's in the same position. So, But they're trying to get a, a super class. This is obviously these are the first guys. they. So these are the, the top four priorities they have. And Dante Allen. Um, I mean, Allen's out there with probably a lot of people, but they would love to get Allen in there and commit. I mean, if I'm looking at anybody that commits first, it could be Dante Allen to set it off, be a Villanova legacy. Boom. Then you got Malik Allen. I mean, Lee Thomas. He'll come right in and start. If you're talking about 2025, um, I'm thinking Armstrong is gone. He's gone. Like um, the 2025 draft. Then the 2024 class coming in. I say 2024 class, my bad. Not 2025 draft. 2024 class. Hmm. I think the 2025 draft, let me go back because it falls trying to get it right. Yep. 2025. That means he would be a junior when he leaves. And that's when I think the draft, you got to worry about then. So you have Malik Thomas coming in. He would just take over as the point guard. I say a Harwell because housing after housing gets his stuff in. Well, he's out of here, man. He's, he can shoot from anywhere on the court. That's going to be a special unit with Armstrong and Housing coming in if we're talking about that. It's going to be a special unit when they both get to uh, play for that next unit coming in. And then you got to understand, 2024 class is coming, and people are going to get used to to see what the starting lineup really looks like. Because Hakeem Hart going to be gone. TJ Bomber going to be gone. Jordan Longino. This is a guy here, Trey Patterson and Anna Njoku. Don't be surprised if that is the start lineup. Then you're like, oh, they're not good. But you're going to see how good Trey Patterson is. You're going to see how good Anna Njoku is. Don't be surprised if it's Mark Armstrong, Brandon Housen, Jordan Longino, Trey Patterson, 
and then in the Joku after this season. Now you got uh, then you got a good talented twenty twenty four class coming in. Who did I say? Khalid Williams, Jaleel Bethia, Jaden Glover, Christian Bliss. Those are four guys I'm sticking with. I put Sorba up there, right? And I was like, oh, maybe Sorba. But who did I roll with? The four. I said, I know they're looking for a big man, but we're going to see what happens. I kept on saying that before I even knew Georgetown was even, I mean, I heard about him, but I just didn't think that. No, I mean, but the visits of Glover, Bliss, the multiple Williams visits and the, how hard Nova is on him and Bethia being from that school where Kyle Gillespie came from. I just think those are the four locks for this 2024 class. But there could be a fifth or could be a fifth. Why could there be a fifth? Because they're going after Boogie Flan. They're still recruiting Sir Muhammad. Marcus Allen has a visit coming up. B.J. Edgecombe is, it is still, like, it's a lot of recruiting. Like, they're not just putting offers out there. Garrett Sundra, I just uh, did his interview. He wants to visit Villanova. But there's always things that can change because somebody could could commit. Now, we're going to see how that goes with the commits. I mean, you know, there's a 2024 season yet. Still got some seasons to go, you know, for this tour. It's still a long way to go. People got to wait. I mean, you got guys who haven't committed. Kalib, I still think he's a Villanova. Uh, I think Bethia is Villanova. I think Bliss is Villanova. And I think Glover is Villanova. I think when it's all said and done, those four will be Villanova Wildcats. And I'll be keeping up with those guys. I ain't got much. Uh, we'll get more on Bliss. I'll get more on Glover. Just to see what things are going on. I mean, it, it, it is fun out there, man. <laughs> it is, but um, Papa Canty, we'll see what was what's going on with that. He's a 2023 guy, so he could easily commit to Villanova. We'll see how that goes. Everybody's like, "Oh, Papa Canty, no, he's not going to come in and start. He's a 2023 recruit. They're looking to put him down with the." With the, with the 2023 class. And that would that would stop them from going after a big man, I feel, in the 2024 class if they get a 2023 recruit. I think that would stop. I think that would just be a four-man class because they haven't offered many big men in 2024. It was Luther Somerville, Luther Somerville, and then, and then Sorber, and that's it. So we'll see. That, I'm, I'm pretty sure they could maybe see somebody out there, but Right there after guards and point guards, small forwards. It's a good squad. It's a good, it's just super busy. That's all you can ask for in the Porter. And the Porter was Villanova, um, Notre Dame's busy, Louisville's busy, Arkansas's busy, Penn State's busy. Then you'll see Gonzaga popping every once in a while. They're not as busy as the teams I just named, you know. Um, it is on, and Villanova's right in it. The Lance Ware thing could could end everything. I mean, they get Lance Ware. I mean, he's coming in, he's visiting them. Um, if if Lance Ware comes in, and 
he could start. Now, that could be a, a guy that could start right away, right away at the five. Put Eric Dixon at, at, the, at the four position. Right away, he could start. Right away. All right, so listen, man. I just want to give y'all a couple of pointers here. Villanova Radio. Um, it's big out there. They just stop worrying. <laughs> this is for the little small group. And they got Bamba and Hart. What do y'all think? They're supposed to get everybody? I mean, I remember when the 2023 class was going, they didn't get nothing but Dumont. And, you know, y'all was, oh, he don't even have any stars. The three-star and everywhere except for 247. <laughs> He's even a three-star for ESPN. So you, you got to stop. You can do your homework first. I told y'all he's a Villanova recruit. Things are going to happen. The stars are going to be recognized. And now it's like you get Bamba. You get Hart. And you mean to tell me you get mad when they ain't get Dickinson? They ain't get Sorba. I mean, y'all crazy right now, man. Villanova is in the right direction. Top 25 team, tournament team. It's all back. Just get used to this fun, the excitement, everything that's going on. Villanova's it, man. And the Lance Ware thing is, is, is I think it's, they're quickly trying to get a big man. And they could offer Lance Ware a starting position. Plus, he could play defense. Fit right in the offensive scheme. So I'm out, y'all, man. This is Lita Johnson. Follow me on Instagram. You know what it is. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. I'm out, y'all. Follow Lita. I'm a smoke bank, 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 I'm a smoke bank,